we all know what that music means. It either means it's Monday morning and you're going to work, or maybe it's Monday afternoon and you're going home, or maybe it's next week and you're listening to the Family Podcast. Whatever your listening habits are, thank you very much for tuning in to Table Talk with Rookie's Family, a real podcast, the sister podcast of Garage Logic, and uh, we've got several members scattered about. Um, four of us are in studio. Mom and Dad, Sophia and Gabe are in Woo! studio. Matthew is out east in Boston, uh, bearing the heat, and McLaren is in parts unknown, but on her way back from uh, the Spooner Rodeo. Is that Mm -hmm. correct? I guess that's parts known. Dang it. I guess I just blew her cover. Sorry, Mame Dog. Uh, So anyway, it is hotter than sin out right now, and it's going to be a beast. We're recording this on uh, Sunday morning. And uh, it's going to be hot and humid in the Twin Cities all week. That's a big-time bummer. But we've all been there before. Thank God for air conditioning and water, right? Yep. Yes, sir. What's the temp in Boston? You don't have AC. No, I have a couple fans. What's the temp there? Uh, Right now it's 85. And I think the high today is about 87. Oh. Are you going to go to the Later this week, it gets that highs at 95. Are you going to go to the beach again? I saw a picture of a beach yesterday. What beach was that? Yeah, we went to the beach in Southie. Uh, it was crazy. There were so many people there. Uh, but it was fun. It's a little rocky. It's not quite the fine sands of uh, of Naples, Florida. <laughs> but it's, it's a little bit thicker rocks. But it, it's still fun. Um, it was nice to be by water. You forget you're in the ocean, honestly. Yeah, I didn't I see don't know big why. It's not. It doesn't have that ocean feel, uh, but it, it's salt water. Probably because it tastes all like tea. Yes. <laughs> Funny jokes. Very good. Thank you. Gabe started his comedy routine. Uh, yeah, the, it, it makes sense because you suppose down in Naples or Marco, you're kind of getting uh, a little stronger surf, and there's much more going on. I don't know what reasons yeah. why, but maybe there's just a lot of breakers. But uh, yeah, I don't well, know. I'm glad you got near some water. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing today, though. Not sure. Going to find some way to stay cool. Look up some pools for us poor college kids. <laughs> Does that mean you're hopping a fence? You've got your little wire cutter and you're going to go underneath one? I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see what entails. I also have news for you. You're no yes. longer a poor college kid. True. So you're, you're not a in poor college person. anymore. All right. I'm a poor oh, wait, I thought, graduate. <laughs> What did you say, Gabe? He's a poor person. Yeah, you're just a poor person, not a poor college yeah, person. I'm, I'm just one of the regular poor people now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to qualify it. Well, we miss you, and uh, I hope you're having a good time. And uh, McLaren will not be checking in just because she's in route, so we're just going to let her drive and get back into the cities. But, uh, yeah, we've been fighting the heat as well around here, and uh, it's going to be hot and humid here all week, but we'll get over it, huh? I think so. I have some updated like notes that people have sent in, and one is kind of fun. It was on our um, podcast reviews and ratings, and uh, it's from, now you guys have to help me out with this. It's a whole bunch of X's, a whole bunch of Y's, one U, and a whole bunch of Z's, X, Y, U, Z. I just don't want someone to know the name. That's what they do. I think some of those are already, that's like your username. 
they give you a random username unless you choose a name. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, well, you take the name. Okay, so they gave us five stars, so thank you very much for that, XYUZ. And they said, I can hardly wait for Monday mornings to listen to what Rookie's family is up to. The kids are just as funny as Rookie is. Great job, guys and gals. So that was very nice. Thank you. That is a good nice thing. Nice. Yeah. Which yeah. one of us uh, opened a fake account and sent our yeah. own review to it? Sophia, are No, mine said Sophia Mikulski no, as my it was, username. It was Fifi Boo. Oh, whatever. But everyone knows that that's me. Right. So uh, it failed. No, that's <laughs> oh legit. My God, that's okay. Are you serious? <laughs> what else you got? Okay, on? then we have Dan from Plymouth, and he sent us an email, which we love our emails. It's very fun to get those. And it said, I listened to you guys on Podcast One. You really have a nice family. I am glad you decided to start up the podcast again. I also listened to Garage Logic ever since it started. I used to listen to Don Vogel years ago before the GL show. So that nice. was very nice. Thanks Thank you. from Dan from Plymouth for sending us a little note. And then, Matthew, here's a couple of things that I don't know if you'll have the answers to or not, but here's a comment um, from your Europe trip when you guys were talking about what to use as far as being able to use your phone and have service. And this guy says, um, this is Leo. I'm not sure where Leo is from, but uh, he said, when we traveled to Ireland, we were told the cheapest way to go without having to purchase anything on our phone was to use free WhatsApp. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Did you talk about that? Have no, you heard we didn't of that? touch on that, but WhatsApp is like, it's the largest messaging app in the world. Mm. Facebook owns them. Okay. Uh, but it, it's essentially just free messaging, and you can get the app on any phone. So, like, I could only, I have an iPhone, I could only really message on Wi-Fi to other people with an iPhone. So okay. I could only message on iMessage. Mm-hmm. So only other people with an iPhone. With WhatsApp, I could message any people. It doesn't matter what type of phone they have. Is that so what you use? Most, most of the people that I message have an iPhone anyway, so I didn't. I didn't really care. Is that what you used when you were in Barcelona the last time you went? Um, may, maybe you might be right because uh, I know I know Haley's used it quite a bit in the past when she's been in Europe. Sure, and I remember uh, but, you. I remember you guys being able to message us, but you couldn't always call us. Yeah. Well, we did that, that through Snapchat. Been, that might have been WhatsApp. It's just a free app, and you can message anywhere in the world from it. And here's another question for you. It's the same listener, and he says, I have a question for Matt. Uh, he has heard that living on the East Coast and almost everything you pay for monthly is done through phone apps, which is as far as, uh, like, rent and utilities. Mm. Are you finding that to be the case, or have you heard of that? You're um, technically not really paying your rent yet until, I mean, you right. are, but. Just subletting, which. Right. It's a little different. We're giving money to the the person who's leasing it, and then they're paying the utilities and whatnot. Right. Um, so I don't know about that so far. Well, I that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I'll find out in the next couple of months whether that's true or not. Uh, there's definitely apps that I've heard of that, like, are for that, but I haven't heard of anybody using them. All right. And then the last one, also for Matthew. Wow. This is from our friend Steve. And uh, and I don't know, you probably answered him. This is an email. Okay. Do do you know the answer? uh, That Um, you had mentioned in a podcast that you buy credit card utility knives in bulk. uh Do you know where you get them and how he could do the same? I get them on Amazon. I get them in, like, packs of 10. 
and I'm just pulling up right now what exactly you can look up on Amazon. Um, so, I mean, there's there's a ton of them. Like, if you just look up, like, credit card, pocket knife, or whatever, you'll find a bunch of them. But the ones that I buy are called... While you're, while you're looking for that, let me describe what he sent in. He sent in a picture of his own, which is, like, uh, similar to a Swiss Army... Swiss Army Knife uh, Company that puts out that credit card size thing, but Matthew, yours is quite different. Yours is, um, yours seems to be. A, he has more tools. Yours yeah. is more of just a a, 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 a flat piece of metal. Yes. So he's he's got. So, uh, you can look up on Amazon. It's eleven in one function credit card size survival pocket tool. 11-in-1 function credit card size survival pocket tool. And they, they're flat pieces of metal. They come in a little black leather pouch. Uh, and it's nine, it's eight ninety nine for a 10-pack. That beats the $30. He's paying for his one. Yes, I pay $9 for 10 of them, which his are nicer, obviously, yeah. but mine, mine do the job just fine. I, funny enough, I actually used it yesterday. We, when we were at the beach, we were with some other people, and they had some beer bottles, and they did not have a bottle opener. Oh. And they're trying to open it with other stuff. And I'm like, uh. you guys need a bottle opener? And they're like, do you have one? Pull out it up, pull out of my wallet. Everyone's like, wow, how do you even, like, carry that around? Survival <laughs> man. Yeah, very that's useful. funny. You, you walked they a little don't. taller on the beach after that, didn't you? Yeah, that's a good way to make friends. <laughs> Why don't they just... People. Go into the ocean and get a cup so they could drink the tea that is in there. Oh, my gosh, Gabe. Give up on that joke. Good one. You know, when we were in Boston last time, you didn't make those Boston Tea Party jokes when you were looking at the ocean. No, but it's it's funny now. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you. He's grown up a lot. He's grown okay. up a lot. Then I have one more update, and then I think we can put this story to bed. I have an update on the State Fair donut hole. Mom, no, give it again? up. Are we State Fair all the time? <laughs> give it up. Well, you know, we have been following this story, so I think we should say that yeah. the State Fair has suspended the donut hole. Oh, my they will God. not in the fair. It's unreal. Uh, no You're syringes kidding. will be allowed. Oh. And instead, the the hangar, which is the restaurant or stand that has um, these donut holes, will offer the donut holes still, um, and they're going to offer them with three dipping sauces, chocolate, Bavarian cream, yes. and lingonberry jam. Yeah. So you'll just dip instead of inject. Mm. So the whole company oh, still is putting out a product. Well, they're it's doing the same it, thing without a syringe. Yes, and they're doing more than that because that is now they've got an official replacement food added as well. So I'll tell you what the replacement food is. Well, I didn't hear this. It's unbelievable. It's kind of like they went from something you know relatively simple to crazy. It's not crazy, but it's a lot. How it's barbecue sauce on French fried onions. On top of coleslaw, over por- pulled pork, with um, some Mexican cheeses, peppery spices, on a hash brown waffle. What? Hash brown waffle. I mean, it sounds that amazing. That sounds good, but that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a donut place. <laughs> well, they're offering nope. something else. The yeah. hanger, I, I'm, I don't know what the, the hanger is. I'm not familiar yeah, with that. Yeah, I'm not but. familiar with that either, but what their replacement food is sounds amazing. 
That is, you're right though, it is quite the jump of simple to about the most complicated dish you yeah. can find. No there. kidding, they're adding so much on that. I, I, it's not really a sandwich, I guess, but. Sounds fantastic though. It yeah. does. Well, they have their work cut out for them, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I can see their place. I, I don't know that I've ever, it just looks like a nice airplane hangar or a garage. And uh, it's at the, it looks fun. they got picnic tables out there. Uh, and I don't know where it's, it's located on the fairgrounds, though. It must be, you know, they've got a really good selection of beers. Uh, and a place to try. Yeah, you know, they got a lot so. of room. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of hangers. Yes. You know where hangers are? In a closet. Military bases. Darn it. That's you know, correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Area 51. It's about to be raided by 400,000 people. What? Did you sign up? No, I did not sign up. <laughs> not about to go and okay. get shot down. I have questions about this. Yes. Right, maybe preface it a little bit better as far as someone so, made a group on Facebook, and it was supposed to be a joke, apparently, of they want proof that Area 51 has aliens, and so they started a an event to organize people to storm Area 51 and demand them to show them proof of aliens. Saying they correct? can't stop them all. Yes, that is correct. So they're saying if they get enough people to storm Area 51, the U.S. government will suddenly give in and just let them roam free on Area 51. I'm seeing an article that says it is now in excess of 750,000 people. Well, still. <laughs> well, it's gaining ground because my uh, I went to the Drudge Report, and as of Friday evening, more than 540,000 people had signed up on Facebook. And so you're seeing an, an updated version where 700,000? 750. 750,000. Area 51. Um, yes. Area 51 has been such a uh, sketchy, secretive place. Do you believe that there's really stuff there? I believe that it's a testing facility for the United States government. So they don't want China, Russia, all the other countries to know what they're building for their next vehicles or whatever, like airplanes or whatever. It's, it's an extremely normal thing. You see that in every single country. They all have their secret bases where they build their own things. But the thing about it is it gets so much publicity that I feel like if they did have aliens or something that they didn't want us to know, they would not keep it there. They'd have something that nobody knew about, and that's where they would keep them. Like Area 52. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm not sh- I, you know, I know the government has done secret tests and things like that. I, I really don't believe that there are aliens that the government has captured and they've brought them into Area 51 and they're on ice or whatever they're doing and they're, they've done their science experiments. No way. I, I, I keep it on ice. Yeah. Right. I mean, because it, people would have to, number one, remain silent. And over the years, maybe in the 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever, but currently, if somebody was working there or on their deathbed, if Jerry is dying and he's 90, he would seem like he would have he no spill the beans. Well, no. I, yes. There's people There's people that I know that have worked there. Who do you know that one works of, at no, Area One of my friends. One of <laughs> my friends aunt, Jeffrey's worked there? No. <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends' aunt worked there. He worked for the government, and they're not, they can't say anything about it or they can face serious... Jail time and fines. Yeah. 
Yeah, but if you're dying, who cares? Sophia, you might know what Area 51 is because I remember, uh, I don't know, probably a few years back, the Kardashians went camping. I do remember that. (laughs) I have seen this. They were near Area 51. You're right. And they all got spooked. They They did see some stuff. Yeah, I knew Sophia would know. Now I know what we're talking about. Apologize to all of our listeners that Sophia's knowledge of Area 51 comes from watching the Kardashians (laughs) in an episode where they were camping. The thing is, it's in the middle of the Nevada or whatever, the Sierra Desert or whatever that is. So why would you go and camp? So they could go to Vegas. Yeah, which that's not close. That's an hour drive. There's nothing. Why are people paying attention to this, though? If it's in the middle of Nevada, no one's ever paying to the middle of Nevada because or paying attention to it. nobody knows what goes on inside of it besides the people that work at it. They don't let anybody go get anywhere near it. Well, that's why everyone's wanting to go near it because they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. And they won't let uh, you go near it either. I did. I, so I read an article on this. Um, and they were saying that, yeah, 500,000 are now these saying 750,000 people have signed up. Obviously, they're not going to expect 750,000 people to sign up. But of that, I don't think it would be crazy for, I mean, there's probably going to be a few thousand that do show up. And then they actually need they have to kind of take this seriously as far as having a few thousand people show up isn't, like, insignificant. And so they, they're going to have to figure something out without, like, I don't know what they're going to do, but you can't, like, detain a few thousand people either. So. I think that if if they were charging at it, they would shoot them. I don't know. No, Gabriel. No. Have you this seen the not... signs that they have? The si- they have snipers in the mountains that watch people that they get anywhere near it. I, I and the signs say, you will get shot. It's I not something think... to mess around with. It's really not. It's no. not something it to say, oh, I'm going to go and run on this property because they don't care. I think it would be it would be a huge deal if anybody actually got injured in this. I feel like they would do something more than, or at least they would tear gas them or do something that. <laughs> okay, yes, they our would. Our government doesn't exactly do that to citizens of the U.S. Again, they're trying to run onto a military. Think about think about when we went onto um, the air base here. And he was like, you can't go running around because they'll put a gun in your face and knock, tackle you to the ground. Who went on the airbase? Me and Dad oh, did. Oh, the Boy Scouts. Yeah. You guys did? Yeah. And we had to stay with them, and he's like, you can't go off of the pass or they will come at you and was put it, you on the ground. Well, that group was pretty difficult yeah. to keep them uh, <laughs> reined in. But I, I understand what Gabe is saying about the seriousness of going to Area 51. My guess is for these 700... 50,000 plus Facebook people that are pretty bold saying, yes, I will attend the event. But when push comes to shove in mid-September, I doubt everybody's going to hop in their vehicles and and head by there. Plus, I think the government's going to probably have a little some extra. I don't think they're going to shoot people down, but all roads going in, which they've got those pinpointed, there's going to be roadblocks far enough away where they're not even going to get close. And nobody's going to go off. The roads are already blocked off hundreds of miles away from where it is. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to get far, even though people are going to, yeah, they can't stop all of us. How, Pretty much they can. How did the Kardashians get so close then? 
because there are roads that they don't have blocked. <laughs> that they no, I've seen there's videos where they don't have the roads marked and they go on it, and then you see people like start walking around in the mountains, and then a pickup truck will come and people intercept you. People are going to be you. so disappointed when they go here and see it's literally a desert. There's nothing there. No. Well, it's there's nothing to there's see. A, there's an actual military base behind that. Right, wow. but you can't see anything. Plus, I think Kim's big booty just kept knocking down the roadblocks, and so they just got to go right through. Dad. Well, I, I think it's fun to look at on Facebook that they're putting all this together, and it's a big story, but I truthfully think nothing will come of it because they can't get close enough, and the government's not stupid. They're going to stop well before. And quit testing the boundaries, people. Like, just get over it. They're not hiding any secrets that are going to be... I'm, there's no aliens again. Well, they are hiding there. secrets. Okay, but there's that's no for them to that. know. They don't need to know the military stuff. If they do, then go join it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not worried about what's in Area 51. Anybody else? Nope. Nope. No. I would love to go have a tour. I know they don't do that, but it would be neat to go tour it and see what some of the cool stuff they have. But I don't... I don't think you that's can become president and ask for that. Then. Yeah. Yep, you guys can do that. I'm uh, I'm out. Too many skeletons. Has President Trump gone there? I don't know. He knows what's in it though. Really go there. But yeah. it would be your. Uh, that's one of the cool things you get to do if you're president. Say, I want to go to 51. Let me check it out, and they'd have <laughs> to let you. Secrets. Yeah, where's the book of secrets? That's the that's the first thing I'd ask for if I was voted in. Give me all the secret stuff, the book of secrets, and then I want to go to Area 51. <laughs> now, where do we keep the aliens? Right. Where are they? Yeah. Show me where the aliens are. Does it say Sophia was doing a... Uh, I'm not seeing anything about him visiting it. Has President Trump gone to Area 51? Probably not. I think it would be a... They probably wouldn't say because it, it would be so secretive. There we go. Yeah. Not really. All right. Well, good luck to you, Facebook users. I am not one. Just letting the military know, I am not one that's going to storm the castle me either. in September. I haven't even seen it on Facebook, so I thought it was a planet. I didn't know it was a. You did think that. Place in the U.S. That's why we love you, Fee. Uh, we just love you. I think there's a movie called Planet Fifty One, and I think I was confusing it. Or something. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. I bet. All right. Um, well, thank you, Gabe, for bringing that to the table. Yes. Uh, I, I do think that's an interesting um, number and story because it's going to grow to over a million. You know, it's going to keep growing. But I, I seriously think nothing will come of it. All right, it's hot and it's humid, very hot and humid. Uh, I came across something on uh, hydration, and uh, it was uh, this was out of it's called Mr. Dad, and it says water the miracle cure from your tap. And people were wondering how much water they should drink each and every day versus how much you should drink when. How can you tell if you're going to be dehydrated? And um, Everybody has heard about, yeah, you have to at least eight drink ounces, eight ounces of eight water glasses. every day. Right, exactly. But on a relatively mild day, we lose two to three liters, eight to 12 cups of water, just by sweating or breathing, going to the bathroom, digesting. Uh, men use up a little more water than women do. They retain their water. And, of course, if you're exercising, it's even more if you're sweating it out. But uh, some of the high dehydration um, symptoms, headaches, poor concentration, dry mouth, constipation, lack of energy, dry skin, dizziness. Um, I mean, they go even death. It's, it's not that crazy. <laughs> but, um, they say keeping track of your water intake and monitoring your, sim- monitoring your symptoms is very important. But a far easier way of determining whether you're properly hydrated is to simply 
What simple thing can drink you, water? Can you look at what to determine? Your, your, I already know your urine. Exactly. If it's yellow, you're not. If it's clear, you are. If it's yellow, you're not mellow. If it's clear, <laughs> you're dear. Correct. It says uh, simply look at your urine. Unless you've taken some vitamins, urine should be clear or very pale yellow. If it's dark yellow or has a strong odor, you're probably dehydrated. Order. That's very... Yep. Um, Who here is dehydrated? Mom, <laughs> don't ask So that. we're going to have a urine Sophia, test here. Sophia, raise your hand. I'm always hydrated. I have a hydro flask. Excuse me. I don't really look at the color of my pee. So we're all having a drug test that you take your sample, run down to the end of the restroom there, and then bring it back. And a I have drug a, test to I see a, if we're hydrated. It's not a drug test. It's a urine test, but it's... It, I have a color bar here to tell you, determine whether you're hydrated. I'm going to use the women's urinal. Yeah. Um, nope. There's a well. Let's tell wrong. people. There's a stall here. I've been here 28 years. I've never been in that bathroom. Well, why I would hope you have not. Been? It's the women. I, I hope know, not. Exactly. Um, but it was reported to me a couple of weeks ago that describe what you guys saw. We're gonna have to post that. Well, <laughs> you can't just post pictures I, of bathrooms. So on the I have used that bathroom, and I always go into stall number one. McLaren has used that bathroom, and she always goes into stall number three. Right. So I don't, always goes I into don't stall number two. Public restrooms. No. So McLaren, <laughs> a few weeks ago, decides to use stall number two. Opens it up. A wild day. Wow. Yeah, really. Rebel. That's really, that's really bad etiquette, though, to use the middle stall. You go to one or you go to three. You never, yeah. you never well, go to the middle. that's just men. If you go next to someone in a urinal and you're in a men's bathroom, you should just die. No. Get out of the bathroom right there. If Don't go next to me. If you have to go number two and you use the middle stall, I'm turning the lights off on you. I'm grabbing your feet and just yanking you off the toilet. <laughs> kind of weird. All right, continue, Mom. So McLaren opens the door to stall number two and sees what's in there and goes, what the heck? So she comes <laughs> running back to the studio and says, Mom... Come with me. We were the only two in here at that time. You've got to see what's in the bathroom. So I go with her and open the door up, and I've never seen anything like it either. It was a sewer rat. It was about the size of no. So anyway, <laughs> we, we are the only people in this building right. on Sunday, Sunday mornings. Morning. So it wasn't a big deal to invite the men to take a look at what this is in the bathroom because none of us had ever seen it and neither had they. And we looked it up online and it is a woman's urinal. That didn't really catch on? <laughs> it's it, from it, the 1960s. So it's been in this building yeah. a long time. Yeah. I wonder how many people it's have Ameri used it since 1960. American Standard. And you, I'm not even sure how you would use it, but... Oh. Um, in it, case you were wondering, Michelle yeah, was very interested it. in trying to well, find we're... someone using it. What? Yeah, you were sitting there for yeah, like five minutes watching videos. I had to look it up to see what this thing was. And then mom's like, I just got to go and use it. No. I think you have to have a skirt on. Yeah, and don't, Sophia, don't bypass that filter to try to get through to the other. Portion there. Anyway, what? we really digress. Oh my God. Yeah, well, it was so, <laughs> wow. It was really that was really bizarre. I've never seen anything like that. I wonder how many people go in there, and if they have to go to that one, go. Oh, I don't know what this is. I'm in the wrong spot, and go to one to three, or just wait it out. 
Well, I doubt there's a rush on the women's True. bathroom. True, this is not a, a busy part of um, the uh, um, but building. But I, I don't think anyone would use that. All right. Well, uh, speaking of hydration, let's get back to um, <laughs> let's get back to it. Uh, t- in this heat, they said it is so important, especially you know Gabe's uh, doing football conditioning right now, Ooh. and this week, uh, hopefully, they'll be smart enough to give you guys water. Well, we nonstop. have water on the other side of the field. Oh, you do. You just got to run yeah, over to it. Yeah, you just got to do it fast. All right. Well, not getting enough of water uh, has consequences, and here's what research tells us: kids are very susceptible. Since children often don't recognize when they're thirsty, they have a high risk of becoming hydrated, dehydrated. Fluoride, there's a fluoride in the um, in the water that helps Ooh. prevent tooth decay. Not sure how I feel about that. Um, I don't care. Go I the, like clean water. Going to the dentist to get your teeth cleaned every six months is what you recommend. Ooh. That's when we're giving the fluoride. Yes, you must brush your teeth, Matthew. <laughs> Healthier teeth and gums. <laughs> Saliva, which is mostly water, is critical to maintaining good oral health because it washes away food particles, acids, and bacteria. Better digest. Drinking water before, during, or after meals helps the body break down our food. Body temperature regulation. Sweating cools us, but if we don't replace the water that's lost, your body temp will rise. That's why it's important to drink extra water before, during, and after working out, and especially throughout the um, hot climates. Uh, better brain and mental health, better physical health, better physical and mental performance. Athletes can sweat away 4 to 10% of their body weight in a single workout. But even smaller water losses can drastically reduce performance. I don't know about this, lower cancer risk. Uh, several studies have found that few people that drink five or more cups of water every day have half the risk of developing bladder or colon cancer than those who drink fewer than two cups a day. And reduction of kidney stones. At some point in their life, ooh, 10 to 15% of Americans will form a kidney stone. Drinking a lot of liquid can reduce that. I wish that on nobody. Well, this is probably why I'm in the best shape and I'm the smartest in the family. Because I drink the most water. No, you don't. I drink the most water, Gabe. Hey, Everyone else in the family drinks drink the most water. No, you don't, Matthew. I've, nope. Ever since I was in kindergarten, I've had a water bottle with uh, me by my side. For no. all the day. Fancy. Mm. Yes. I literally am known for my water bottles. Yeah, because you just had to spend I $50 often, on that one. Because mm-hmm. I, I invest. often drink two gallons of water a day. Oh, I'm not sure. kidding. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not lying to you. From you the can ask one. Well, yeah, no, go ahead. I mean, I, I'll drink eight Yetis a day. No. Two gallons of water. Yeah, Is basically it? pee every 30 minutes. Nope. Is it water or is it tea from the the Boston Harbor? Oh, my God. Give it up. <laughs> water. I drink the most water. Uh, uh, okay, wait. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, complete your thought. We're good because we're going to finish off no. dehydration. I was going to do a quick aside. Uh, you made me think of it when you when you said you have to check what color your pee is to know how hydrated you are. Right. Did you see on the 4th of July... In Lake Minnetonka, there were a bunch of people that were getting sick in the days following. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I didn't. I didn't look too deeply into what exactly it was, but I did see an article saying they would like people to, who got sick to send in samples of their poop. Yes. Stool and sample. I was just thinking about mm. who in the hell is going to go out of their way to send them a sample of poop? A nice handful of poop, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can make a funny picture out of it. Not only did people do that, Matthew, they actually showed 
it on the news yeah. in a petri dish being smeared no. around. No. And we all went, why are they showing that? No. But anyway, Matthew, I can update you on that. The results were inconclusive. They really don't know and probably will never know what made the people sick. But it is not E. coli because they said that people would have been much sicker than they were. I sent a sample in just for fun. I thought maybe they would check it out for me, and they haven't gotten back to me yet. They needed a control. (laughs) (laughs) Why there's so much hamburger in this one? (laughs) And no mushrooms. All right, yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys survived Lake Minnetonka on Big Island without getting uh, sick. But you know what? It is pretty much a cesspool out there with that many boats being tied up and together, and everybody has to relieve themselves, and they're not going to the porta potty in the. Oh. Mm. Well, that was one of the things that was suggested. Suggested was that maybe on days when the traffic around Big Island is so big that they need to bring in a barge with porter potties. I don't think people so would actually people use, use that, though. I feel like people would. That would be a pain to swim over to or however you get onto it. Bring the boat up, you know I what I mean? Know. When it's drunk they college would. kids, they're all gonna, they're not going to be like, oh, let's go be safe and use the porter potty. However. People will still pee in the lake. Yeah. But it will reduce it. Right. Mm-hmm. But you didn't mean... Duking in the lake is probably a pretty bad idea. What? <laughs> I thought we were talking about pee. No. We are, but I'm saying. Not pooping oh, nobody, who is pooping in a lake? <laughs> you go onto the island, right? You can't get E. coli from urine. I don't probably, think so. If you're swallowing They didn't have urine, E. coli. Right. Just don't put the lake water in your mouth. Don't, yeah, don't. It's not a log. Don't touch it. Cancel this conversation. Yeah, it really, it doesn't. Uh, it's. Uh, that's not a bad idea, but maybe with people being sick, if they brought out the porta potty thing, people would use them more often and not risk getting sick. Well, they also said if you are sick, stay out of the water because that washes off into the water and then it is. Again, other people get no it. No one's listening to that. Drunk college kid who's right. sick is still going to party and be in the water. Okay. Mm. Stay hydrated, all that. Sophia's just trying to make herself feel better for the things she's done. No, I'm not. I don't do anything (laughs) bad. All right. uh, Hydration closed. Uh, I saw something that is really um, concerning to me, and I know you guys aren't going to like it, but we we should probably mention this. Uh, This is from uh, the New York Daily News. Self-cloning ticks that suck animals' blood dry spark concern that humans may be next. So there are yeah, there are some self-cloning super ticks that are sparking worry in uh, some as the insects recently were linked to killing five cows by sucking their blood dry in North Carolina. They're, Sad. And they're called Asian longhorn ticks, and they were first found in the U.S. in, in 2017. There's an article that was um, uh, presented in the Clinical Infectious Diseases Journal. That's probably a little fun. Uh, that the first man was bitten by one of the pests in New York State. Uh, a doctor at the Clinical Parasitology Laboratory at the Mayo Clinic said the finding was extremely worrisome for several reasons um, because even though these ticks are common in the U.S., the Asian longhorn species has sparked concern as females lay eggs and reproduce without mating. So they don't need a mate, they reproduce 
So that's, How? That's where the cloning comes in. Burn them. An individual animal may have thousands of ticks on it at one oh. time. Mm. Uh, they carry multiple infections and viruses outside the U.S., but to date the ticks have not been found carrying any disease in the country. However, bites from the ticks have made people in other countries seriously ill, according to the CDC, which has sparked concern as the ticks were found responsible for the death of those five cattle. Uh, they're warning livestock. This doesn't really apply to us, but uh, it, uh, when there's an abrupt, an abrupt drop in red blood cells, um, this is what happens to the cows. They just they just check out. Ticks attack people, mm-hmm. domestic animals, wildlife. Oh, Prevention oh. remains the best <laughs> method to deter um, tick-borne illnesses. Protect yourselves while outdoor. Wear clothing, the DEET, and so forth. But how bad is that? So far, the Asian longhorn ticks have been found in Arkansas, Connecticut, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. But a cloning tick. No, thank you. No, thank you. I want them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. What's that one song? I'm going to have to check you for ticks. I want to check you for ticks. I'd like to check you for ticks. Will I lose weight? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'd like the leeches. No. I just think that that is something that is unbelievably... You know, uh, ticks really are serious, but if there is a a form of tick that is uh, cloning itself and doesn't need a mate, that's about as scary as can be. Oh, I get it now. It clones itself. So, okay. And it's a man and a woman. So it literally makes a baby out of itself. Yeah, the eggs. and That's crazy. I don't know how the eggs are fertilized but with the ticks, but (laughs) they are both genders. Wait, so are they saying that humans could do that by themselves potentially? Yes. Okay, and time, then they would, time, time. Yes, and then they would brought immediately to Area 51. I'm so confused. Potentially, potentially. Potentially? Potentially. Potentially, it might happen, guys. Sophia, yeah. this has nothing to do with humans cloning themselves. Dad this said, are humans next? Yes, yes as in. the pig's going to start sucking human blood oh. instead of cow. <laughs> I did not click that. All right. Okay, one my last item here. I have a. It's not a quiz, but I just want your um, your cartoon bubble. I'll still win. Uh, Gabe, we'll start with you. What is your cartoon bubble of India? What do you see when you think of India? Is this a joke? No, this is. A, I, I want your Bollywood and cricket. What? Bollywood and cricket. Bollywood and cricket. Okay. And cows. Sophia? I see a woman dressed modestly with a bindi. Okay. Oh, nice. Matthew? I see billions of people standing shoulder to shoulder and people riding around on little mopeds. Okay, I got mm-hmm. you. And mother? I see crowded trains with people riding on top of the trains. <laughs> okay. I think I had the best out of all of you, not going to lie. Okay. I, I, as well, when I think of India, I see... Um, very, I see uh, dusty, dirty, massive people clinging to trains and buses. <laughs> I was the overcrowded. Only nice one. No, and I do see vivid colors. Vivid I do colors. too. Okay, and do you see uh, poverty? Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we can all agree that ev- everywhere in India is poverty, unless you're not everywhere. Probably not everywhere. <laughs> right, but no, but, I think that, but no. your first impression when you think of India is not. <laughs> Oh, ornate water jugs and a beautiful well, palace. Um, well, I have some news here from 
This is thehindu.com. And I got this I got this also off the Drudge Report. India lifted two hundred seventy one million people out of poverty in ten years, according to the UN. It's kind of an uplifting story. I don't know how they judge it, but India lifted two hundred seventy one million people out of poverty between two thousand six and sixteen, recording the fastest reductions in the multi dimensional poverty index values during the period with strong improvements such as assets cooking fuel, sanitation, and nutrition. And I think that's also like the, the four-pack of what you think in India. Um, cooking, they need to cook, uh, they need good sanitation, and they need better nutrition. So this is a UN report, and uh, it goes on to say, uh, the report identifies 10 countries with a combined population of about 2 billion people to illustrate the level of poverty reduction all of them have shown significant progress toward achieving sustainable development goal one, namely ending poverty in all its forms everywhere. The 10 countries, Bangladesh, Cambodia, the, Demac- the Democratic Republic of Congo, Ethiopia, Congo. Haiti, uh, what did I say? Congo. Congo. Uh, India, Nigeria, Pakistan, Peru, and Vietnam. Uh, I think that's uplifting news. Everybody is always fighting um, we need money to get these people, and they never seem to be able to uh, farm or plant or, or find water, or they're always go, you know walking up 10 miles for water. This might be uh, good news, Gabe. Um, this is a topic that we had in our geography class this year, and it was the company, like the large companies that are outsourcing their IT and like their buildings mm-hmm. will put their things in less developed countries, and then the people that are working there send it back to their families and stuff. And in India, the IT jobs are one of the most desired because they let you live, and it's like a Google place mm-hmm. where they have all the amenities for you, and then they go and they send back their money to their family that wasn't or doesn't have as much money, and then the family has more money to start their businesses, and it just keeps going on from there. Wow, what a great thing. I know, I know, you know the Gates Foundation, Melinda and Bill Gates, and, and so many others that, are, that have mega money are doing work in those poorer countries to get them to, uh, you know, to stop poverty. Uh, noting the yeah. examples of poor production, pro-poor production, where the poorest regions improve the fastest, the report said... Uh, that in India, India reduced the incidence of multidimensional poverty from 75% in 05-06 to 46% in 15-16. Also, Cambodia from 71% to 55.9. It's just... uh, My my question would be what exactly does that mean to, like, lift them out of poverty? I mean, in, in, like, the U.S., to have, like, that poverty line, like, if you're making less than, I don't remember what it is, it's somewhere, give or take, a few thousand from 20. So if you're making $20,000 a year, you're under the poverty line. I think it might be 24. Uh, you're under the poverty line. What, and is it, did they, did they have like a specific number in India like that, that they've lifted enough people out of they that must. number? But I guess yeah. I'm thinking just more of like an income poverty, and maybe that's not exactly what they're talking about, but. I would be curious to know what exactly like the um, qualifications of being in or out of poverty there would be. Well, in this report, they don't clarify, you know, um, if you don't have running water, you're in whatever percentage. They don't break it down like that. But it's just uh, globally uh, 1.3 
Of the 1.3 billion people who are multidimensionally poor, more than two-thirds of them, 886 million, now live in middle-income countries. A further 440 million live in low-income countries. It hits kids, children um, pretty hard. Um, it means uh, if nearly half the people living in multidimensional poverty are children, 663 million, with the youngest kids bearing the greatest burden, uh, 85% live in South Asia and sub-Saharan Africa. Well, I, I, I do have a little insight to Matthew's question. The World Bank uh, kind of yes. did a benchmark for um, to capture the sense of relative poverty, and India is considered a lower-middle-income lower country. Okay. Uh, so they set the poverty line at people who live on $3.20 a day. Um, so less than two grand. Right, right. I mean, it's 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 hard to compare those numbers when you know, especially because this is American dollars and right. Well, it just puts everything into perspective. I'm glad that people are are climbing out of poverty, but uh, when you're complaining about the heat today when it's 90 and humid and you're like, oh, this just stinks. Uh, life's pretty good. This In this country, this is the best country to be poor in because the poor in this country still have a lot. And uh, I guess it's just a reminder to be thankful for everything you have. So yeah. The uh, poor in Singapore. I knew someone was thinking about that. I wonder what the poor people are doing today, huh? I don't think Singapore has They're... any poor people. All right. Well, Matthew, we'll let you, uh, we will let you run out of here after you tell us yeah. just exactly how everybody can – Get a hold of us via social media. Yes, we've uh, we've had quite a bit for quite a bit of people reaching out lately, which has been fun. So it's really nice. We re- we really love your feedback. That is, you know, I know super fan Steve chimes in about once a week, and we don't care. We want to. We want more of that. But if somebody does have questions, or we love, we're just a, a regular family, and uh, that extends out to you people that are listening. So here you go, Matthew. Yeah. Facebook is the podcast family. Instagram is at the podcast family. Twitter is at the podcast fam. You can leave us a review or rate us on iTunes. And if you want to reach out to us by email, it's the podcast family at gmail.com. Beautiful. Um, next week, maybe you can give us a restaurant review from Boston or a recommendation if somebody heads out there. Where have you heard oh, yeah. is a great place to go. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, for sure. All right, we can handle that. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you very much, Maddie. We're Bye, gonna, yes. We're going to let you fly. Bye. All right. When you hear the good. music, it means it's time to go, bro. Get something to eat. Happy National Macaroni and Cheese Day. Oh. I was going to have All that right. for breakfast. Stay Not cool, going to lie. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. All right. Love Bye, you. Goodbye. Bye. He wastes no time hopping off here, does he? You, who's got last? Who's got last word? Who's got last word this week? Me. Send me a message. Really? Yeah, I want reviews and messages about me. I was going to have mac and cheese for breakfast. So you don't have the last word? Yes, I do. Mac and cheese for breakfast. Oh.